Uh, many of you are aware that there are some really important and wonderful events going on in our community. And uh, this coming Sunday, November the 19th, we have an opportunity to really make a difference when it comes to the continued growth of the land and the state of Israel. This coming Sunday, the 23rd anniversary gala dinner for the One Israel Fund with the theme, Judea and Samaria, celebrate the miracle, 50 years since the reclamation of our heartland. It's happening at Terrace on the Park this coming Sunday night with a buffet dinner starting at uh, 6 p.m. And um, information about the event 516 239 9202. 516 239 9202. You can also dial, uh, you can also go online, oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. slash dinner. I will be there. I am proud to say that I'm serving as Master of Ceremonies for this landmark event. I thank uh, Scott Feltman and the board for the, uh, the opportunity to do so. It'll be catered by main event Muzzone. You know, that's going to be good. And the honorees include guests of honor Steve and Susan Orlo. We had an opportunity to speak with Steve on Friday, which was a great conversation. Martin and Zena Cohen and Bensi and Rena Chill. Again, all happening this coming Sunday night with a special Safer Torah inscription ceremony in memory of the Solomon's members of the Solomon family who were brutally murdered in Nevei Tzuf, you may recall. That attack with us live via telephone. He is the executive vice president for the last 10 years over at the One Israel Fund, our good friend Scott Feltman. Scott, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Nachum. I appreciate that. It seems that our community is getting it. They're understanding how important this event is this coming Sunday night. Thank God the turnout has been phenomenal. The interest has been great, and new people actually are are calling up about the event. I think the whole 50th celebration is really galvanizing the community. Um, we all understand it's important. Is it all about 50, Scott? Because, you look, you've been in this position for a while. I've been observing One Israel Fund all these years. It's no secret that there are peaks and valleys in terms of interest in different organizations, and it seems we're really heading toward a peak with One Israel Fund right now. Is it only about the 50 and people feeling that anniversary, or is it a lot bigger than that? I think, I think the 50th is, 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 is the impetus for people to take notice. But, you know, we've been around now for 23 years, a little bit more than 23 years. Everybody understands uh, what I believe to be the failures of Oslo. And One Israel Fund was there as an antidote from its very beginning. And we're starting to really see a tremendous amount of growth and vibrancy to the communities in Judea and Samaria. And I'm just very humbled. I mean, you made it sound like, you know, I've been here forever. It's been 10 years. <laughs> and, um, and we've made a tremendous difference in, in, in the growth and, and also in you know, saving lives, enhancing lives just doing what we do every day. So I think that the message has gotten through. I think that you've also helped with that each year. I appreciate that. One of the, one of the things that we really have taken notice of is that, and, and every organization wishes they had this, you have become a tremendous attraction to the young people in our community. It is not unusual to walk in this coming Sunday night and see teenagers, people in their 20s and 30s, who have really hooked on to the cause and have made it a cause celeb 
for them and their families. And I think that that's, that's a very significant development. It's interesting. When I came back to One Israel Fund in 2007, it was a typical older support crowd. And what the message I keep getting now from that generation of supporters, and we have a lot of them coming, obviously, this year for Steve and Susie, um, is that they are so excited and, and energized by the, by the excitement of the younger people in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, we're honoring the Chills this year, who are prominent members of our Young Leadership Committee. And it was really a, a major focus uh, over the past 10 years to develop that division. And it really gives a tremendous excitement and energy in the room when you come and you see it, and you don't really expect it uh, from from an entity like ours that caters to you know the 50th year and people going back to 67. Most of the people in the room uh, are not were not even born then. Unbelievable, it's true. One Israel slash dinner. One Israel slash dinner. Five one six two three nine. 9202 this Sunday at the Terrace on the Park in Flushing, New York. All right, tell us about the uh, the Safer Torah and in general how that's going to impact Sunday night's program. So as you know, our dinner is always focusing on the positives and life and growth in these communities. But unfortunately, we know that with that, you know, sometimes there are there are tragedies. And a few of our donors stepped up, and they wanted to dedicate a Sefer Torah in memory of the Salamans for the community of Nevei Suf. Um, and we basically spoke to them and said, you know, we would like to be able to finish that Sefer Torah at our dinner and turn it into somewhat more of a, of a celebration of life. Uh, unfortunately, it happened. And, you know, what most people don't know, although we've publicized it on our social media, is that a week before that attack, our cameras were instrumental in stopping a terrorist infiltration in Psagot, a town people know very well. And two weeks after that attack, our cameras in Atterit stopped a, an infiltration. And just, I think, a week or two ago, another infiltration was stopped. So we are successfully thwarting terror, but we're not, you know, it's not foolproof. So this, this Torah is really a, it's a celebration of life, even though it's, being donated for you know, what we hope will never happen again. And we are very, very honored that the donors of the Torah, who wish to remain, remain anonymous, are allowing us to complete the Torah. So everyone that comes that night will have an opportunity to inscribe a letter in the Sefer. And then we're going to, uh, we're going to present it to the community of Nevei Suf, and it will be flown out to Nevei Suf the following week. And the Torah will be the centerpiece, ironically enough, of both the beginning and the end of Sunday night's program, right? Correct. When people arrive, there will be op- there will be an opportunity to inscribe a letter, and at the conclusion of the program, we hope to be able to uh, escort the Sefer Torah and dance with it uh, at, 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 at the conclusion of the program. Right. Um, and uh, we mentioned, uh, I mentioned earlier that I spoke with Steve Orlo on the air this past Friday. He and Susan are the guests of honor. We have Martin and Zena Cohen, and as you mentioned, Bensi and Rena Chill as well. So a lot of great honorees, wonderful people coming. Great catering, the special Sefer Torah inscription ceremony. It is it, it, you, you have a reputation of having a crisp and exciting dinner. We all know how exciting the cause is, and this Sunday night, I'm sure, will not be an exception. Those of you who remember our trip to Israel in May for Jerusalem 50, you'll recall 
that we were at the uh, groundbreaking ceremony of the Benjamin Region Medical Center. Scott Feltman, is there an update you can give us regarding progress in that area? I can. Uh, it's an amazing thing. The final permits have now been submitted. We are anxiously awaiting for the final signatures on those permits, and the plan is to commence building uh, in the spring, right after the winter season. Um, so things are moving along swimmingly. Um, donors are stepping up to the plate. So uh, that project is full steam ahead. In fact, there is now a new board of directors for the medical center on the Israeli side who will eventually uh, take over the, the day-to-day operations and running of the, of the center. Uh, we are the piece that will you know, raise the funds to build it, but then obviously it needs to be run, and all the pieces are falling into place. It's the most ambitious project we've ever been involved with. It's estimated to cost between 15 and 20 million, and it will completely change the landscape of the Binyamin region, which is the largest regional council in the country. And we continue to uh, refer to the uh, to the dinner commemorating and celebrating the miracle. A lot of people look at that medical center, frankly, as an amazing miracle. The way you just described it is accurate. It's going to completely change the region, and it will be miraculous for a lot of families who've had to travel a long, long time each time they need a medical facility. Aside from the life-saving component to the center, I was speaking to to someone in Binyamin whose wife, we shouldn't know from it, was suffering from uh, from cancer and had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning three days a week in order to brave the traffic to make it for her treatment sessions at Hadassah uh, by 6 a.m. He said, what this medical center will mean is that I can get up at 7.30, roll out of bed, and get to a medical center by 8 o'clock for a treatment and not have to worry about that backup at the checkpoints on the way into Jerusalem. It's a life-changing situation on so many different levels. No question about it. Uh, Scott Feldman's with us, Executive Vice President, One Israel Fund. Dinner is Sunday night. We will be there. I hope you'll be there, everybody. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. 516-239-9202. Scott, you got to address something that I, I brought up with Steve on Friday, and nobody knows this better than you do from your perspective. It is unbelievable how many initiatives, and, and this is something that, that, that you know, you've pointed out and our listeners have to hear it. It's unbelievable how many initiatives that you and the organization have undertaken have been uh, the target of notice, of being noticed by the Israeli government and Israeli security authorities. And all of a sudden, the, 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 the small uh, germ of an idea that you guys planted, a small seed of an idea that you guys planted, ends up being a full-blown project by the Israeli government or by security forces in different areas. And that must be an amazing feeling. It's an unbelievable feeling. Uh, Look, we've been doing this a long time. We have experts in the field. Uh, The government uh, matches our projects quite often. Uh, But I think the, the project that you're specifically referring to is that back in 2014, after the last war in Gaza, there was a security chief, a civilian security chief on the Gaza border who was killed on the last day. And we found out that they weren't wearing their vests because the vests that had been given out during the Intifada days were very bulky and not really designed for their role in getting in and out of vehicles to patrol the outskirts of the community. So our security projects director, Mark Provisor, who himself was a civilian security chief, set out to redesign their vests. 
and he created a brand new vest using the IDF suppliers, and we started to do the project. And we were successful in completing the security chief's end of, a component of that project. We did about 300 vests. Each one of them cost about $1,450. Wow. We just got word before Pesach that the IDF uh, has adopted our design and is now in uh, putting into their budget over 9 million shekel <laughs> to supply the same designed vest for all of the civilian team members of the emergency response teams in the in the Yishuvim, in the communities throughout Judea and Samaria. So our, our starting a project, our little bit uh, that we did, has gone so much farther than we had ever imagined. So anybody so, happen all the time. So anybody who gave you 100 bucks for that project really got about 10 grand to go to the Israeli soldiers in the end. <laughs> At least. I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was multiplied tenfold, twentyfold, whatever the numbers are. But right. You know, anybody that participates in the projects that we're involved with, we're now doing a communication upgrade. We did a pilot project in four communities, and now the IDF is adopting that particular equipment that we that we that we uh, uh, figured out. Um, and now the IDF is involved with that. Uh, our playgrounds are matched. Uh, the mixes that we're building now are getting some more government government funds, which hadn't been done in Judea and Samaria in quite some time. Uh, and the medical center too. So. Uh, we've been given tremendous support from the government. Uh, we work, you know, as much as we can with them. Uh, and we do it in an area that unfortunately is kind of shunned by most of the major philanthropic organizations around the country. No question about it. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. 516-239-9202. This Sunday night, Terrace in the Park. We will be there. I hope you're there, everybody. Scott Feldman, anything you'd like to add? Just people should know that when they're coming this year, especially Steve and Susan Orlo, who you had the pleasure of, of interviewing last week, right. he was the founding president of the organization. There's right. not a single project that has been done in the history of the organization that wasn't impacted directly or impa- indirectly by the Orlos. And it's so important to come out and just show appreciation for everything they've done, because One Israel Fund would not be here today as strong as it is without their impact and their input. Well-deserved and well-said. Scott, we'll see you Sunday night. Thank you so much for joining us today. Looking forward. Thanks so much, Nachan, as always. It's going to be a great night, everybody. Tell your friends to come as well. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. It is going to be a very fun and informative night. And as you heard us describe just now, and Scott said it so well, it is a night that has such impact. (laughs) The organization raises, you know, a few thousand dollars even for something or tens of thousands of dollars or something, and all of a sudden, Israeli government and security forces are uh, you know, kicking in millions of shekel for, for, a, for, for an expansion of that type of project. That's the pressure that is put by One Israel Fund just by doing their work on the, um, on the authorities in Israel. For that alone, it's worth being part of it. But the spirit and the incredible great feeling you get from being part of it, uh, helping to build Israel, is just remarkable. Uh, again, uh, oneisraelfund.org slash dinner. Plenty more coming up. It is a, a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs>